0: Hi, everyone. I am so excited to be on this new adventure. A few weeks ago, Megan Farner and I had a conversation about the spiritual gift of dreams and interpretation. And since that episode, I have received so many fun messages from y'all thanking me for being open to talking about it because we culturally keep our gifts to ourselves. But for those seeking and being led by the Lord, I find that it's just necessary, I want to talk with somebody, I want to vent out my frustrations or issues as I navigate them, or to brainstorm what I'm learning. Gospel learning can be so isolating sometimes because we are working on different timetables and tangents and some people look at us with glossed over eyes. (laughs) So with that said, thanks for being willing to listen as we simply have open and honest discussions about our experiences with these gifts. Please keep an open mind and discern for yourself what applies and what doesn't. Everyone's experience will be 100% unique, and uh, some of the nuances may not jive with your current paradigm or what the Lord is teaching you specifically. That's, That's okay and to be expected. If you have differing points of view about this or any of the other gifts we talked about, I'd love to have a conversation with you, either in private or openly on this podcast. If you haven't already, go check out my survey about spiritual gifts and let me know if you're interested in having a conversation at learningzion.com slash gifts. Hey everyone, so we are here with Wendy and we're so excited to, to talk about some spiritual gifts. She's graciously uh, volunteered to, to be a guinea pig as we start this new journey. Um, I, I got to, to know Wendy through some of our Learning Zion book clubs and uh, some mutual friends and it's just been such a, a fun journey kind of learning together and seeing everybody's different perspective on um the gospel and learning and, uh, spiritual gifts, what we're here for today. So, um, Wendy is a, a mother, a science teacher comes from a kind of a science background, which is great, uh, when it comes to the spiritual gifts of healing and being healed. And, um, <laughs> like, like all of us, we're, we're just kind of nobodies, right? We're, we're just, uh, figuring <laughs> this stuff out and, and learning how it all works, uh, how to hear him and, and apply these, um, the the gifts and blessings of the, the ongoing restoration. So thank you, Wendy, for, for hopping on here and <laughs> being willing to, to discuss and help others.
1: Yes, you're welcome. I asked him to say that.
0: <laughs> I am a nobody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. But yeah, so um, like I said, we're going to be talking about the the gift of being healed and the gift of healing. They, they go in tandem and, uh, you know, much like the many spiritual gifts. They they kind of have companions. Some of them have prerequisites. And um, so just kind of starting out, let's talk about um, where you first noticed that this was your gift. Were you born with it? Was it something that you developed over time? Or uh, just what was that process like for you uh, growing in this specific one?
1: Well, it's it was not something that I thought I had because I was so riddled with health conditions. I, I thought um, there, there was no way that, that I had any control at all um, in that arena. So uh, it wasn't until um, a good friend, um, a neighbor actually came over and said, you know, I just want to zone you because she's a foot, she was a foot zoner. And so, um, I said, okay, you know, like never tried anything like that before. Um, and then it just got me on, on a path of empowerment, I guess. And then kind of knowing that the Lord had other ways to bless us versus, um, just a medical route, um, you know, the traditional modern medicine. Um, but anyway, that, that's specifically about the healing, um, part of it. Um, if that helps at all, but I, I kind of knew, um, and I knew I had other gifts, um, gifts of the spirit. Like I, I've always known that, that Jesus is the Christ. Like even for, as a young child, I just knew. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I, that was like my lifeline. Cause I, I've been through a lot on this earth, um, things that, um, experiences with, with the dark. Um, cause I think when you're born with, with spiritual gifts, um, it's kind of leaves in a sense, you're open you know, that, that, that channel or whatever is open and, and you don't understand it very well. Like the adversary uh, tries to, you know, <laughs> take you down or yeah. whatever in it. So, but, but even as I look back, I wouldn't change anything just because I have the knowledge that I've gained through it. So that make, so the Lord's mm-hmm. consecrated all things so that now I, I have more power, um, and more knowledge because mm-hmm. of those things. So there's, like you said, there's so many gifts that are kind of, um, interwoven and uh, the gift of knowledge is, is one of the discerning of, of spirits, um, is one that, that, um, I've had, and that's very needed, I believe, at least for me and how, how it works, how the Lord works in me
0: hmm so. yeah I, I'm very much the same way where um you know we've had so many countless lessons in Sunday school or uh, even growing up as a youth where okay everyone here's the list of of spiritual gifts and um, you're probably born with one uh, and uh, you might have opportunities to to grow some more but I I've realized that, I was I was born with lots of spiritual gifts and it's just about navigating those and and having
1: um mm-hmm.
0: experiences and growing into them and um I think often we do ourselves a disservice by placing unbelief on uh year after year of oh I don't have any spiritual gifts but realizing and kind of throwing those off going no I am a child of God and he has sent me here with spiritual gifts mm-hmm. so that we can navigate this and bless others, um, and it, it's just been such a fun journey. Just really, um, kind of talking and opening up uh, a somewhat. <laughs> I don't know why, but somewhat of a taboo topic uh, within the church on, on on these gifts, and and so. All yeah. right,
1: let's blow it open.
0: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> especially lately (laughs) i i i I crack up that this is the first one that we're doing the gift of healing because it's at Mm -hmm. such a forefront of lots of people's minds with different modalities and different horror Mm -hmm. stories and and bad experiences and and different (laughs) things right like i I don't know it's kind of an interesting (laughs) spiritual gift to be having but um Mm -hmm. have you found in Uh, your journey and especially in the last few years where it is such a a hot topic and a a buzzword and stuff that Mm. you have a certain line that the Lord doesn't want you to cross when you're sharing this gift with others because I I certainly feel that um, as I've been um, Mm. here and there uh, somewhat dabbling in uh, healing and, and being healed that it's just not something you really <laughs> can talk about. And the Lord really stops oh. my mouth a lot of times in, in certain ways. But mm-hmm. um, yet he never tells me to stop healing people, you know, giving blessings and, and pronouncing um, very prominent. And um, uh, I don't know, it, it, like it's always shocking what, what comes out of my mouth in blessings as I'm um, healing others and but yet sometimes you just can't talk about it with others it's a kind of a taboo topic have you found that Hmm. in in your journey at all
1: yes (laughs) that's it's something after 13 years learning kind of to read the situation the person Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: especially following the spirit that's it's got to be by revelation and then i i kind of don't worry about it anymore because i know that it's if he wants me to open my mouth i do it like even i was teaching a release study lesson today and at Ward Conference with the stake presidency there. <laughs> release society state presidency. And it just things came out of my mouth and I'm like, I've never shared that in a release society lesson. Like, <laughs> yep. but he told me to. And and people were like, that was that was great. I'm like, well, I'm glad that I mean I know I was supposed to share some things, but um sometimes I'm like, I wonder how they're how they're doing, you know, and mm-hmm. then I I pray for them after, but but yeah, there's um, there's some taboo around um, around it, and I remember even struggling many times, going back and forth, like stopping and starting again, and kind of reassessing. Heavenly Father, do you want me to do it this way or this way? Sometimes, like, I, I don't want to see, I don't want to see all the dark because I have this gift mm. for seeing the dark <laughs> and, and the curses that that can can be there. And I'm like, can I can I just see the light? I want to see the light that that people can receive. And you know that worked okay. Not so really. <laughs> he's like, it's a, like it comes together as a package deal. Yeah. Because because when when you come unto Christ, you you just see. Yeah. You see or you don't see. Your heart's open or it's not open. You, you can't sit there and choose um, because anyway. But even as as you see the dark, he sends the light because it's truth and it, it's he's right there he's right there. So I've learned to just because I have a lot of PTSD about the dark. But mm-hmm. um that that I am okay, he's there. And um so anyway, what was the question?
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I think you've answered it perfectly there. Of um like what line, you know, how to discern when you can share the gift openly versus just using it in people's benefit and um anyway,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, by revelation. It's got to be by revelation.
0: Yeah. So how would you help, um, advise people that are wanting to, that, that feel compelled to develop this gift and and yearning to seek it? Um, how would you point them in the right direction to use their gift of discernment, knowledge, and, uh, scriptures to help navigate their, their course? Because like we know, every good thing has a counterfeit from Satan and he's Mm -hmm. going to be in there constantly, um, trying to, to throw you off. And, um, we know that from all scripture stories that that is for our own benefit, right? Mm -hmm. So that we can discern, uh, learn good from evil and, and, uh, that we can't just learn light unless we have, um, some, some bad and,
1: uh, Mm -hmm.
0: dark Uh, to go uh, along with it.
1: That's the thing is we, we can't be afraid of making mistakes. Mm -hmm. Fear is, counteracts the faith, right? So, we're here on the earth to make mistakes and we will know we need to trust that the Lord will worked, Our desires are good. And we need to know that the Lord's will help us know when we get off track. Cause we probably will. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it's not like it's some irreversible damage. It's like when your heart's in the right place, um, especially when you're working on yourself and your family first. And that's where I feel like a lot of, if you have stewardship, then yeah. you are called to the work. Mm -hmm. The Lord has called you to a work and you have every right to ask for the revelation concerning that work. Um, And so go for it. Like what can go wrong? Like it's okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Whatever happens, you will learn through it and the Lord will, the Lord will have you back. So open your heart. That's the biggest thing. The work has to go through the heart because the heart is is really the the central place where um where he does that work. we have to cast you know the devils can dwell in the hearts of the spirit of man but the scriptures say that that's where God does too. So mm-hmm. it's it's important. So um
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I I think that that was the biggest wake up to me uh, a couple of years ago when I just started really seeking my own spiritual gifts and trying to figure out what my mission here on earth was, was that it's it's kind of a, a minefield of light versus dark right there at the beginning. And sometimes it can kind of, I don't know, be not scary, but like you said, when fear enters in, like the adversary really loves to play on that. And so, um always staying rooted in the scriptures and you know like all of the the sunday school basics right that they they tell us to do (laughs) be praying study the scriptures keep rooted in truth and the lord will lead every step of the way and even though some things are going to be hard but like that's what really keeps me me rooted when I, i i've had a few different friends kind of fall into some deceptions here and there and uh, leave the church or uh, go off on, on different tangents. Right. And whenever I've asked them some key questions, like where can you back it up in scriptures or where, what are you feeling when you, you do certain things? I realized that those Sunday school answers are absent in most of the cases. And so Mm -hmm. that is my biggest advice to anyone is (laughs) if you're not doing those things currently that you've got to get that solidified first before you can even dive into to spiritual gifts Uh, It it, we have to stay uh, grounded Uh, you Mm -hmm. know that that has lots of different connotations but grounded in the scriptures and um, really focus on hearing him as president nelson has talked about like connecting to the to the true source and and not being deceived in in that way
1: Mm. That's really good that's really good cameron it reminds me of elder renlund's talk about revelation mm-hmm. like it, make sure it's on your on the runway you know you, you yeah it's it's got to be backed up by scripture and by the words of the prophet and that's the foundation of christ that we we must have and the foundation of the temple all things that he shows us is going to go back to it and i am amazed it's all over in scripture and all over in the temple um, it's yeah. being taught. It's just that, are we seeing it yet at that level?
0: Exactly. Because I don't know, have you ever experienced that? I know I certainly have, where um, I receive like a new tool or technique or whatever in any of the spiritual gifts, not just this one, but I go huh, that's really strange. But now that my eyes are open to it, I go back to scripture and find that it's always there. The prophets, yeah. the modern prophets are always talking about it and everything. But if yeah. I if I were to ask my myself a year ago about this, I would be like, nope, the prophets don't talk about it. I'm not going, I'm not touching that. But then when you actually are approaching it with a faith-filled um, uh, intent, then... I realize it's been there all along. I just didn't notice it before. And so uh, I, I don't know if if you've experienced that, but I, every time I I go back to scripture and I'm like, oh, it was there all along. Whoops.
1: Yes. (laughs) It keeps you humble, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. And it's so exciting. It's so exciting to see the scriptures in a new way, especially when you can find a key of the the Lord gives you like a big one, a big key to unlock certain things. You're like, ah, like, here's a big one, like for healing. Okay. Do you want to j- dive right in? Let's do
0: it. I love it.
1: Okay. So, um, understanding the fall is so important to understanding the atonement. And um, the fall, you know, brings all the pride and all of that. That's like, oh, I've got this all figured out. Well, this is how the medical world works is, you know, we, uh, the healing world. We go to do this with the medical. You know, the doctors will tell me what to do. I take my pills to 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 push down all the, the, the things my body's telling me, what's going on? Like that's that's truth, right? That's mm-hmm. the truth of our paradigm that we currently live in. But the truth of it is is that because the fall, I mean, there's so much there, like second nearby two and nine. Keeping the focus on the doctrine at a deeper and deeper level, and as you see it deeper and deeper in the temple. Um, helps you see that it's your responsibility. Once we take back that responsibility, that it's, this is my life that I am creating with the Lord. This is my, the help that I've, I'm creating with the Lord or without the Lord in a lot of instances. Um, So how do you, how do we take back that responsibility? Because Mm -hmm. it says in scripture and I'm going to, it's, I have it on my phone here, so I'm gonna pull it up. But in 2 Nephi 2 um, 27, wherefore men are free according to the flesh. I mean it comes right out, flesh, right? Mm-hmm. We are this flesh is corrupted, it's corruptible, but it's also matter is supposed to be worked upon. Are we are we agents of action or are we going to be acted upon? And a lot of times we're like, oh, I'm just being acted upon. There's nothing I can do about it. No, because men are free according to the flesh and all things are given them, which are expedient unto man, and they are free to choose liberty and eternal life through the great mediator of all men. And so I'm not going to dive into the doctrine of the fall, but understand that it helps me to understand that the atonement of Jesus Christ is here for, for my flesh. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm supposed to come into, not way. we talk about coming into his presence on this spiritual level, but it, it must be on that physical level as well. I'm talking about Mm -hmm. people kind of in different communities that, that um, are on Facebook that we're a part of. So um, taking responsibility is huge and knowing that I, what am I in this moment? If I'm feeling out of control, I'm having a lot of pain, like there's nothing I can do about it, except you can, because you can choose to bring Christ into that moment and you can choose to, to see the good that's coming from it to be grateful for whatever your body is saying and say, okay, help me to listen because my body is a gift and it was given to me so that I, in in a way it's a liahona in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. to help us turn back to the Lord. And so there's things that are, that are um, communicated through our bodies that a lot of times we don't want to listen to, unfortunately. Our, our ancestors don't have bodies, and there are things that need to happen in temples of the Lord, and we have those temples. And, and you know what I mean? So it's like we need yeah. to wake up and take responsibility and be an active participant um, in your health and not just turn it over to somebody else and say, okay, you be my king. Please, I need, we need a king. We need a king. Tell us what to do. Tell us what to take. You know, I'll sue you if this goes wrong. No, like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's you such see a how
0: crazy it, way that we think, isn't
1: it? It's so out of the box. Like, we're nuts. Our our, our, our paradigm is completely backward from where the Lord wants us to be on health mm. and health care. Um, because repentance, repentance is healing it is the way of, to the lord and through repentance um we can he he will turn our flesh to to a glorified state where we we can change and we can repent and over line upon line we become a person that can stand in the presence of god i'm not there yet but i i do i do know him and he loves us where we're at and it's okay. Like we're safe in His care. He's the perfect physician. He just wants to show us revelation about about what's what's going on, you know, and and to and to take care of things, but in a way that's not overwhelming. And it's so sweet. It's so sweet when we hear the word because the word is is the power of God to to do all those things. And it's not the modalities are great. But if it's not centered in, and if it doesn't go through the Lord, it doesn't have any staying power.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I mean? It's there's got to be a change. So, anyway, I, I get passionate about it. I love, I love zoning. <laughs> I I love um, energy work. You know, putting my Lord tells me to put my hands on people sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. You know, ministering sister had a liver condition, and we were talking, and I just knew that I needed to put my hands on her. I didn't know what I, what to do, but he, I just listened to the Spirit, and he told me what to do. And um, she told me, "It, the, you know, this happened, this happened, and it got it got better." And she was grateful that I had the courage to do that. Mm-hmm. So, so anyway, um, by revelation, and if we're told by him to do it, then. His power will flow through it whether or not we are <laughs> you know what I mean whether or not we know exactly what's happening it's it's okay. So mm-hmm. anyway,
0: exactly. I love that part about like the staying power, right because he, I, I especially dabbling in introductions into the the world of of healing. like the first thing that I was noticing was that nothing ever, stuck i was like oh well that must be because it's false and so i kind of turned away from it because i was like yeah obviously it doesn't work or i I mean it might work but it's only for a few minutes or a couple days and then it just comes back Mm -hmm. and that really got me (laughs) when the lord was like okay yes but that's your fault. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh wait, <laughs> you're telling me that it's my fault that this is not curate. And I'm like, okay. And so there was this long path that uh, he took me down. And honestly, it was kind of hard because it was hard to put into words until I listened to uh, that interview with Jeff about, um, uh, many of our listeners probably uh, listened to it about the the Sultan's Seven Secrets and the, uh-huh. the the process of creating spiritually before it manifests physically and the the art of of spirits um the the art of of spiritual physics and when I finally got the words to kind of formulate around that and and help kind of lock my my brain into it it was like oh. So like, because yes, the power can flow through us if it's the Lord's will, but we through our sins or transgressions or unbelief or fear, we can counteract the faith that the Lord is blessing us with and bring the same things right back into our lives. And until we can actually spiritually create a whole new reality, it's always going to snap back until it is not. part of us anymore and Mm -hmm. so i was like oh goodness that unlocks everything about the the temple um pattern of spiritual creation and how it is antecedent to the physical creation it's always going to snap back until it is a permanent reality and then the physical world just molds around it and um that revolutionized the way that i give blessings or am praying over people and um helping others actually heal from whatever they are suffering with because there's a a variety of different categories of maladies right but um Mm -hmm. that i don't know that just (laughs) that really hit me like as i was giving a blessing the other day it Yes, I, I can totally bless you and, and pronounce the Lord's will, but unless you change the the thing that brought this on, uh-huh. it's just going to come back. And so talking through and actually developing the faith, which is the, the spiritual creation, and, and helping the person realize what that needed to be and giving them aids in it, then... Then it just facilitated, mm-hmm. and that blessing was probably the most powerful that I've ever given. It was like, whoa, I was changed by it, <laughs> and I wasn't even the one being uh, – have with the hands on my head. It was, it was such a transformational process to me of learning how the Lord works through faith. Anyway, I, I don't know um, if you That's have amazing. ideas or, or thoughts on that in, in your own experiences and stuff, but – It's
1: ill. It's – it's uh, the, it's an ascension experience. Anytime we have mm-hmm. revelation, it's it changes us and because we can't really change without it. I mean, that's how you know the Lord works and in, in, in healing us is really we receive more light and we receive more light when we when we hear him. I mean, um, really really feel his love, you know, are we? Are we kept from the you know truth because we don't know where to find it? Yeah, like and how do we find it? We find it through the source, and so there's not a shortcut to to healing. It's um, it's um, something that that has to be done with a pure and an open heart, with meekness, and um, and just really the, the sacrifice that's called um on for me is just that broken heart and contrite spirit mm. to to really have the desire to to like i will do whatever i i will i will know whatever you want me to know i bring bring it up bring it to my knowledge and cuz like you said with spiritual creation it's huge um one scripture that was given to me which kind of took me back but it was like and i'm not going to quote it probably exactly but the lord doeth nothing save he revealeth his secrets to his servants, the prophets and where the, every man was a prophet and every woman is a prophet in their home for their family and their stewardships yeah. for how can we access the power of God? How can we bring about miracles? If the Lord doesn't reveal them first, he needs to reveal his secrets to his servants, the prophets. Um, so if if there's something to be done, he needs us to know it first before it can be done. Does isn't that what that says? Mm-hmm. Doesn't it doesn't he need to show it to us first? Or we need to have some sort of spiritual creation. So when I'm praying for something, I ask to see it in my mind's eye or to know it. So I'm I have, I have a pretty good gift of knowing or Sometimes it's like that, it's like imagination. You can kind of just open your mind and say, okay, what is it going to look like? Right? Mm-hmm. Or how does it feel? Having an open heart was harder for me. I've put a lot of walls around it. Um, I have a gift for feeling what others are feeling and, and carrying their burdens. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, what a gift. But it's one that I've struggled, that one I've struggled with the Lord with a little bit, like take it away. No, but um yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's it's good though, because when when we use the gifts, we feel him near, right? And we mm-hmm. we know him better. And I know him more as I as I keep that open heart in this work to feel it and actually feel people's what they're going through. Or if like, I wake up with desires, I'm like, that is not mine. And then I just pray in Heavenly Father's right, I mean, he's right there, right. And he's like, this is something I need you to pray for. And and like, it's not you, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? But you still need to repent of it (laughs) because I'm, it's, I don't know. I I don't know how I I can say it, but since our bodies are temples and things on the other side can't be done unless there's temples,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: baptism's an ordinance, right? Receive the laying on of hands is repentance and ordinance.
0: Interesting. I don't know. I the
1: atonement is an ordinance mm-hmm. that only the Lord could do. So I'm just putting that out there as a question.
0: Yeah. It's very and, interesting and, to think about.
1: And I don't know. It's easier to repent on earth with a body than it is in the spirit world. Correct?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.